In this new segment of Advisor Revelations, the DPL team will discuss how to evaluate new solutions and address current challenges and the strategies that can help you grow your firm and AUM. Hello and welcome to this segment of Advisor Revelations podcast, where we here at DPL will be sharing more insights into how firms are leveraging specific strategies to help grow their firm revenue and increase their financial planning services. Today, specifically, we're going to be covering how firms can leverage a 1035 annuity exchange strategy for their firm. I'm your host, Jonathan Barth, lead consultant here at DPL, and joining me today is consultant Blake Phillips. Hey, Blake. Hello, everyone. Hey, Jonathan. Uh, thanks for having me. Looking forward to the conversation. Yeah, so thanks for uh, joining us here today, Blake. Let's just start off really basic. Let's talk about what a 1035 exchange is for those advisors who may or may not know what a 1035 exchange looks like and what that entails. Yeah, absolutely. So a 1035 exchange is moving an annuity or an older annuity that we've identified into a newer, lower cost or better solution for the client without the client having to pay taxes on the exchange. Okay. And so these are annuities that clients already own that maybe an advisor knows about or doesn't know about. Like, How would an advisor go about discovering what annuities are out there for a client? Yeah. So there's multiple ways firms can implement um, to see if these opportunities are even available to them currently. Uh, So as you mentioned, some of our advisors already know that they have access to the tool, but we do have an annuity comparison calculator where you can actually go online and uh, input some values on a statement that your client may come in or that's part of an existing book of business you're already aware of. And if it makes sense for the client to do a 1035 tax-free exchange to something on our platform, uh, we do have those resources available with your DPL consultants and tools online as well as educational materials to learn more about really what even a 1035 exchange is, as well as to discover some more opportunities if you think you have some uh, in your current book of business. And, and really the value it brings to a firm, we'll cover that more here in a few minutes, but you know, there's going to be AUM growth as well as improving client outcomes. And the first thing to start with, if you don't have a book of business you're already aware of, is if you have a new client that comes on or if you have a client you haven't spoken with about annuities or insurance, just make sure to ask them to bring in their most recent statement. That's something you can input in the tool or send over to your DPL consultant for a review. Perfect. I know that's extremely helpful background for those advisors who may know and also who may not know what a 1035 exchange is. So, I deal primarily with bringing in new firms onto the DPL platform, and then they get hooked up within a consultant like yourself. When I'm going out and I'm talking to a lot of firms, you know, I oftentimes will hear from advisors that the only reason they have a broker-dealer affiliation is because of their old legacy annuity book. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that introducing a conversation like this and, and the DPL platform is a huge relief to them, where they had no idea a solution like this was out there. So. But during some of our onboarding calls that we've been on together, we've talked to some of these firms who have moved away from a wirehouse or a broker dealer. Could you maybe share a little bit about some of you know their hesitancies maybe of going through the 1035 exchange process and what really we do on the front end to really make them feel comfortable about that and, and do a lot of it for them? Yeah, great question, Jonathan. So that's a really common objection we get from advisors. You know, it's very overwhelming for them for all these annuity contracts, life insurance contracts they have, but they're really interested in finding a a new and better home for these solutions to improve client outcomes as well as bring that revenue under their 
book of business and their firm so they can get away from that broker-dealer relationship. And Jonathan, one of the things we do first is we just help identify opportunities by going through with one of our tools, which we'll dive into a little deeper here in a few minutes, the annuity comparison calculator. It really just goes through and tells you if, if we're able to provide a better client situation and client outcome um, and bring that under your advisory fee revenue as a firm. And we take all of that off of the firm. So it's, it's a really seamless and easy transition. And then on the back end, we handle all of the, all of the paperwork and get everything pre-filled. So it's a very easy electronic signature process um, to really scale and automate this throughout your practice as a whole, regardless of the size. That's great. So you've mentioned a couple times the ease of use in you know doing this 1035 exchange project. You've mentioned e-signature. You've mentioned tools. You've mentioned how these are going to be really helpful for advisors. I know one of the things that we talk about from the very beginning of when we're doing the DPL introduction all the way through the kickoff call and then even success checkpoints. We're always talking about technology and tools. So when an advisor uploads a bunch of statements, right? I know for a lot of firms, they likely had somebody within the firm, maybe an intern or a young associate or a junior financial planner, really be their insurance expert. They're trying to offload that as quickly as possible. And they want to leverage a partner like DPL that can do that for them, right? Not only just review those contracts, but then also, like you're saying, Blake, move it into a better product, a better solution for the client where the advisor can also charge their advisory fee. That can seem like a lot of work sometimes, right? That can seem like a huge undertaking for the firm. Obviously, we're going to do a lot of that. But even for the DPL team here, that seems like a lot of work. So could you share any insight into what happens maybe with some of those tools, some of those calculators that you've teased a little bit and how those can actually be implemented and some of the benefits of them? Great question, Jonathan. So what we're seeing most common is the annuity comparison calculator being leveraged. And what firms are doing is, is they're really surprised with the ease of use on this calculator. You can actually just go in and as long as you have access to the statement, client's age, it's going to ask you what their goal is. And then at that point, it's going to run Monte Carlos through our whole system using Morningstar Intel data. And it's going to tell you if there's something on our platform that can compete with this. And if so, what it is, what your advisory fee revenue is going to be based off what you put in over a long period of time and really give you the ins and outs of the solutions. And then that's when you utilize myself um, as the day-to-day consultant to really leverage my expertise on more of the bells and whistles of the contract and, and what's a better fit for each client in particular. But long story short there, it's a really easy tool to scale and automate your practice while you're looking to transition away from a broker-dealer with with a large annuity or insurance book. Yeah, that's great, Blake. We talk about that all the time when we're talking to you know C-level executives of how we're going to use these tools to help them scale and automate the decisioning, purchasing, and managing of the annuity assets, right? Everything from finding out which contract's going to be the right solution for the client to how can we manage it after it's put in place through data integrations into Black Diamond or Ryan or Tamarack or whatever portfolio management software you're using all the way to the purchasing, right? And using e-application, using our Firelight system for that. So that's great. Now, some advisors will think that they don't necessarily have the opportunity. And I can even just share a quick personal story. I was working with a firm in Northern Ohio. You know, they were an Orion user, right? They used Orion as their, their wealth management platform, but they have access to some annuity solutions through their custodian. 
right? Their custodian offered some pretty basic, low-cost annuity solutions. I think there were two carriers. I don't even think they had a third option that was available. That firm, they didn't break away from a, a broker-dealer. They had been an independent RIA for a very long time, and they thought they were doing the right thing for their clients just by using what was available at the custodian, which can be a good option, Right. We've talked about this before. It can be a good option, but to be a true fiduciary, you really need to have a tool that's going to go across multiple carriers that's going to look and source the best product and the best solution for your client rather than somebody who's only going to be limited to two, maybe three options total. So that's one aspect of it. The tools and the 1035 exchange project at DPL is a no-brainer just for simple fiduciary aspects of it. On top of that, the processing the operations, the ease of use on the back end is a huge relief for firms. Right? That same firm, they'd already done a couple 1035s and then they did some with DPL. They said hands down the DPL way of doing business saved them hundreds of man hours through all their annuity exchanges. They said that it was so impactful for them that they could just send it off to us and not have to worry about it. Right? We were going to do what we needed to do to come up with the recommendation, to pre-fill the application, to send out the e-signatures, to follow up on the transfer, to get it funded, to not have to go to a carrier directly for them. It was a huge, huge value add that they were able to get. And obviously, that's only going to come through using a platform that has tools and technology like you're talking about. So when we're looking at this and we're looking at the 1035 exchange, what are the different outcomes? of this, right? I mean, if an advisor has a ton of different annuities, some of them will have benefit bases, you know, that are higher than the account value. Some will have death benefits. Well, how does the tool take that into account for them? Yeah, great question, Jonathan. So the tool links to Morningstar Annuity Intel. So it scrubs the data based off the statement you enter. So for instance, a very common reason firms do not enter or send myself or, or use statements, as you know, very well is that benefit base is much higher than the account value. So, or it's has one year mm -hmm. left in surrender that there's no chance that DPL can help. We find about 60 to 65% of the time, regardless of the surrender or the benefit base, we're able to help due to the commission-free solutions, able to get a lot better value and, and higher benefit in most cases. We're not always going to be able to move and we'll be the first to tell you. And so will the tool. It'll tell you, you know, you're in a great place. Your client should stay where they're at. I mean, that's, that's great news. We're here to help at the end of the day. But about 60 to 65% of the time, we are able to provide a better client outcome, which also means more advisory firm revenue for you. So really what the tool and myself and Jonathan, what we look at while reviewing is, for instance, let's say you have a contract with $500,000 and the benefit base is six hundred, dollars and you don't think we're able to compete. Well, maybe we can knock the cost off a whole 1%, which is very common um, across the board due to the no commission aspect. And we're able to provide a very similar income stream that rises over time with a cost of living adjustment. These are things we take into account, as does our tool. And so it's very easy to scale and automate. And these are things, it's very simple, that you don't have to think about. The tool is your filter and we are your filter. So you can just provide us with the statements. And then we make this very simple and streamlined process for you to have uh, better client outcomes, most importantly, and, and as well as advisory firm revenue increased. 
That's great. And we've kind of danced around this a little bit with the advisory firm revenue. That's a big reason why firms work with DPL, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I I see it a lot on the front end because I'm introducing membership to a C-level executive and, you know, they're probably an owner of the firm or a partner or have some vested interest in the valuation of the business. And we all know that, you know, from a, a business owner standpoint, the market's hot right now. Right? Firms are getting ridiculous numbers on valuations. We're seeing a lot of consolidation within the RIA community. As a part of that, we actually had Chip Rome, who runs Tiburon Advisors, for anybody here listening who has been you know, invited to join there or maybe get some of the emails or, or just know who Chip is. He has been on a bunch of different boards within the industry, a true thought leader within the RIA space. When he was in our office, and he shared his day at DPL. He was sharing some insights into insurance, the advisor space, even robos, advisory fees, all of that good stuff. But one of my big takeaways was that for firms right now who have this hybrid or duly registered type of business, there is so much incentive for them to move fee-based. It is ridiculous. For any business owner out there, if they were to go out and price their book of business, price their firm to somebody who's going to come by and, and buy them or merge or whatever it might be, when the economics come down to it, if you're looking at two different revenue streams within the firm, right? you have the broker-dealer business that's going to be commissioned. Maybe you're going to stay with a broker-dealer. That's fine. You're going to move to an RIA-friendly broker-dealer and you're going to keep that relationship. That's fine. But when you're looking at it, from a valuation standpoint, the broker-dealer business, the commission business, you're going to get a multiple of anywhere between 2.9 and 3.2. He said roughly 3x of that for your valuation. On the advisory side, that's upwards of 9, 10x. So for a firm that has an existing book of annuities, even if they're not looking to merge today or to be purchased or to buy or to sell, or it doesn't matter just from a simple business standpoint, looking at the annuities is a no-brainer. Right? If you're saying that you can get a client into a better solution, into something that's lower cost, provides more income, aligns with the fiduciary business model, and you can increase your firm valuation by 3x overnight just by flipping something from the left pocket to the right pocket right into an advisory platform, And when we're talking to advisors and we're saying, we have a membership fee, this is why firms are paying us. This is the reason why, because we're going to show firms or we're going to share with them how other RIA firms are using DPL, using the tools, using the platform as a way to increase their firm revenue, their firm valuation, while also delivering more client value. I had to share that because it's something that advisors who are listening to this podcast, they would never know that. They're not on other conversations with other firms. This is the way to share it. So I had to get that out there. So like going back to the tool specifically, when you're using the tool and you get an output, what can an advisor expect to receive from you or from the team over here? Yeah. So when an advisor goes in, they run the tool and they click compare or connect to learn more about this tool. You can just dial the number reach someone on our team, and then they'll be directed to whoever your territory consultant or lead consultant would be. And then just kind of walk you through the situation you're looking at and kind of learn more about you and your firm and see if it would be a good fit to continue to explore our tools and potential partnership opportunity. Awesome. And they get a PDF too, Yeah. right? The side-by-side PDF that they use. Thanks for reminding me on that one. You do get a side-by-side PDF that you can show your clients just to compare the fees and show if they're in a good annuity that they should keep. 
or about 65% of the time, as I mentioned, if there's a better solution out there on our platform. And as any good RIA compliance department would love, that PDF is a good file to keep of why mm-hmm. you're going through with the 1035 exchange. Well, that's awesome. So I want to thank everybody again for their time today. Love being able to share the insights that we're seeing with RIAs and how they're able to implement this 1035 exchange process, leverage the tools that are available to them, not only to provide clients with better solutions, but also drive that firm revenue and that firm AUM, AUM and obviously the firm valuation. If you want to hear from an advisor specifically, me, myself, I actually did one of these podcasts with an advisor, Laura Powers. Uh, you can check that out in your podcast stream. I believe it's episode number seven, but also be on the lookout for new episodes. We're going to start having these more frequently so you can hear from uh, the team on what we're doing with advisors, some of the strategies we're seeing them implement and have a ton of success with. So hope everyone has a great day and thanks for joining us. Thanks, Jasmine. Thanks for listening. To hear more advisor revelations, go to dplfp.com and subscribe on your favorite podcast streaming app.